everybody, this is the Listen Doctor Radio, aka the Doc. And this is Lady CC, and we are We Dance What's good, ladies and gentlemen? I got a special treat for you guys. I got a special treat for you guys, man. What's good? We are live right now on uh, Anchor Radio, iHeart Radio. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Beagle. Me and my wife are doing a live show with you guys on all these platforms, and we're doing a radio show. Hello, baby. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? Uh, we okay. I'm okay. Um, uh, a lot of people, you saw the title on Facebook. You see what we're talking about. We've been talking about it since yesterday. Um, I don't really have any jokes. You know, I, I might say if he was under a rock or something like that, you can't not be anywhere in this world and not hear that Kobe Bean Bryant was killed in a helicopter. So that's who the show was about today. It's going to be about Colby. It's going to be about people giving a stories about Colby. Um, you know, who he was as a man, a father, a friend. And we're going to talk about some other stories as well. Um, but before we get to all of that, um, before we get to all of that, I wanted to share you guys a story of my brother, um, my brother, I asked my brother the day when he called from jail, I asked him, I said, can I, can I share your story of Kobe? He said, yes, because he can't do it. He wanted to call in on the show, but he wouldn't be able to call in today because they're going on lockdown. And uh, my brother had to been about nine or 10 years old when Kobe Bryant first came to New Orleans at that time to play. At that time, we had the Hornets. And um, long story short, uh, this I'm just giving you guys an idea who Kobe Bryant was. Um, before he had every, all those championships, before everything like that, he came to come play the the um the uh he came to come play uh the Hornets. Shout out to Gabe in the building, making his way in the building. Shout out to Christine making her way in the building. But uh, my brother met Kobe, and he was a big Kobe fan. After the game. Um, we was in Boys Town. If anybody know about Boys Town, you know that we always went to every game. And we was at the game, and we said we had court seats, uh, side court seats. Um, and uh, Kobe Bryant was – my brother was a big fan of Kobe Bryant, so Kobe Bryant took off his jersey at the end of the game and gave it to my brother off of his back. Um, that's the type of person that Kobe Bryant was. He was a giver. He didn't care about the calls. He didn't care about how much time it would take. He was a giver. If he had to give you time, he would sit there and talk to you about stuff that he learned in the game. He would tell you about certain things, how you can make yourself better as a person. That's the type of person that Kobe was. And uh, a lot of people been saying a lot of things about Kobe that I've been seeing, and nobody really say what he really, really enjoyed out of everything was being a father. 
um, that's something that he really had a lot of joy into in, in doing is being a father. And um, uh, I don't want to ask you, Bay. Uh, do you have any stories of Kobe Bryant? Did you did you know Kobe Bryant like that? Uh, who did you know who he was as a player? Did you watch him or what? Um, to be honest, no, I don't really know him like that. Um, I've seen him before, mm -hmm. but I don't really know, you know, too much about him. Um. But I can say this. Um, I know that his wife, um, I know she probably is, you know, taking this real, real hard because she has to wake up, you know, mm -hmm. every day without seeing her husband. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know she have, she still have his clothes and his, you know, she's she she's gonna still have memories of her mm -hmm. husband and her daughter. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I know it's 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 hurting her and her kids. You know, to wake up every day. Um, well, not to wake up every day because it just happened. Um, to wake up today, you know, and not be able to say. You know, good morning, honey. Um, already, or good morning, dad. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so I know it's very hard, and um, all I know, all he wanted to do was make his daughter happy. You know what I'm saying? And I know he wasn't expecting to um, to die in that way, the way that him and his daughter, you know, died. So yeah, I just want to say, be a little bit louder. Yeah, I just want to say, rest in peace to them, and rest in peace to the other people that died on a plane as well heard that um before we get into anything else like you know wise of talking about kobe we're going to listen to a little bit of music we're going to listen to a little bit of people talk about kobe uh, like i said we are live on three platforms if you'd like to call in the number to call in is 504-344-2617 you get on the line with me and my wife talk about kobe you'll find his memory of kobe and uh, we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take some calls in a little bit, but first we want to go ahead and listen to a little bit of people say how they felt about Kobe. Can you hear me? Can you hear me still? No, no sound. You sound a little low. Can you hear me now? A little bit. Hold on. You can hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now. All right, hold on. 
Um, this is going to be for Colby, man. This is the last time that Colby appeared in a game, his final interest, and then we're going to get to some stuff, man. This is for Colby. All right, man, let's get to something. You know, uh, I just don't have a lot to say. I, uh, the news is just devastating to everybody who know him a long time. And, uh, these are people who played with him. These are people who coached against him. These are people that knew him personally. And um, these are who you hear talking. This person right here is Doc Rivers, this first person. You know, it, it just it means, it means a lot to me, obviously. Um, you know, he's such a great opponent, you know. Um, it's what you want in sports. Uh, he had that, that DNA that, uh, that very few athletes can ever have, you know, the, the Tiger Woods and the, the Michael Jordans. This next person that's talking is Jay Will. He played against Colby as well, and he has a special message for a lot of people that I want you guys to hear. And this is why the title is, if you haven't heard, the title is, What Can Kobe Bryant That Teach Us? Or What Can Kobe Bryant, What Can We Learn From Kobe Bryant To Make Us All Come Together? This is Jay Will. Hello. Um, it's funny. I, uh, because that's who he was. And that's the standard of excellence that he held himself to all the time. And, um, Today's just a really, today's a tough day. Today's a hard day. And I hope that uh, everybody at home, you, you give that person next to you, um, whatever thing you have wrong in your life with them, if it might be small or big, let it go. doesn't matter. I know I curse. I'm sorry. It's okay. None of this stuff matters, man. This is about life and uh being precious with every damn second we have here because for somebody who knows it almost happened to me like that, man, it's just over sudden, randomly, randomly, arbitrarily. And, uh, you know, his four girls and his wife, we, uh, we need to come around them and support them and help them. And the NBA should cancel all games today. Um, that was some of the players talking about Kobe Bryant yesterday when he found out the news. And, um, they got a heartfelt message that he, he's been around the, the world. Everybody's been praising him. And I just want to talk to you guys about what can we learn from it. And before we go on, I got a couple of songs. This is what I want to dedicate to the families who have passed, those family members. This is what I want to dedicate these two songs to anybody who have lost anybody in their life. Um... One of the main two songs a lot of people been talking about and been playing since they heard that he was been passed. Um, you know one of the songs, you probably know the other song. 
And I want to let you guys listen to it right now. This is dedicated to Kobe Bryant and his family. This first one is Used to Love. one of them. I'll play the other one in a minute. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what Kobe meant to a lot of people, man. Um, Kobe was an icon. Kobe was a fucking father. Kobe was a friend. Kobe was a phenomenon. Kobe was a way of life. The Black Mamba meant something to a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand that. They had a lot of females on this site that I was on last night, and it it hurt me to my core. A lot of these females, a lot of men a lot of the dudes had Kobe Bryant on a wall, me included. One of the girls on my Instagram, I had him on my wall. And um, I was saying, you know, I put something up there that I was in tears. One of the chicks said, had the nerve to say, damn, everybody I go to, every room I go in, everybody crying about Kobe like y'all knew him or something. Y'all never met this man before. 
And one of the dudes was trying to tell her, this is why I am the way I am. This is the reason why I'm from Cali, for one. And Kobe Bryant was an idol. Kobe Bryant was my role model. I didn't have a dad growing up. And Kobe Bryant was the person that I looked up to. Me and Kobe in the same age bracket. And um, I looked up to him. And they were basically, basically kind of call him gay because he was crying. And I said something about it and I got kicked out. But I want to say it here. Females. Y'all got y'all role models. Y'all want to be like Carly B. Y'all want to be like um, all these other celebrities. All these other women celebrities. Beyonce. Men. We have our celebrities that we want to look up to. A lot of us don't have our dads in our lives. So the, a good man like Kobe Bryant, we emulate. We want to look that we think that's our father. We, we want to look at him as a role model, as an idol. And it hurts because a lot of people are, are saying that people who cry when shit like this happens to celebrities. Why? But I feel like people don't understand what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to that because if Carly B died to a lot of you females out there, a lot of you bitches are going to be crying. Crying your ass off. And he was more than an idol. He was more than a role model. He was a friend to a lot of people who didn't have friends growing up. All we had was a basketball and a court, and a court to, bet, to play on. Barely had a court to play on. If you came from the hood from I'm from, we had baskets to play basketball in. You know what I'm saying? We had to put up a fucking milk carton on the corner and play basketball. That was our way of getting away from the hurt that we was hurting at home. Getting away from all the pain that we was hurting at school. And a lot of women had a lot of audacity to say, why are we crying over Kobe? And it hurt me to the core. A lot of females got the, 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 the mindset of saying, you know, like, fuck, it's a celebrity. People die every day. I get that. But Kobe, bro, was not supposed to die in this way like this. Not saying that any way that he would die would be cool, but the man just retired. The man just started living his life like he really wanted to live his life for his kids. Four beautiful girls, the one died with him. It's very disrespectful that people that I see are saying, uh, you know, stupid shit about Kobe. And uh, as a person who was not a Kobe fan per se, I'm here to tell you, none of that shit matters. None of the shit that he did in his past matters. None of that. Kobe Bryant was a great person, a great human being. And uh, it hurts because he's gone. His wife and kids have to see all the stupid shit. And they're the ones who hurting way more. Just because we hurting right now, we crying. They crying and hurting 10 times more. His mom, his dad, his sisters, his wife, his three other kids. They are hurting way more than we are. 
And I think we need, as people, we need to stop putting ourselves and just back up sometimes and just say, whoa. Whoa. We like to put our two cents into everything. As a journalist, that's what I'm doing. That's what I do. That's what I got to do. But sometimes we just need to sit back and say, chill. We need to be here for the family members of Kobe Bryant like we were here for Kobe. And um, I just want to read a couple of things to you guys, and we're going to get into some more topics. But Kobe Bryant will be the topic of the day. If you've got anything to talk about, if you want to talk to us about anything that's not Kobe related or anything like that, please feel free to hit that, that dial number to call in. It's 504 344 I'm on the line with my wifey, Lady Cece, and uh, we are We That Podcast. Um, I don't want to seem like I'm taking most of the show up talking about Kobe, but this is a Kobe show. And I don't want to seem like I'm taking much of the show and not letting her talk about it. She can chime in anytime she wants. If she wants to say something, she can say it and she can cut me off anytime she wants. But I just want people to know what Kobe meant to a lot of men, a lot of black men who didn't have fathers in their house. He was he was our father. He was the person that a lot of people looked up to, you know, and uh, he's going to be greatly missed. Um, but let's get into a couple of other news stories that I want to talk to you guys about that happened this weekend that I think that needs to be talked about. Um, I would I wanted to get into the Orlando Brown situation when Orlando Brown basically came out on in the in the in the news and said that Nick Cannon gave him head. And um he said he liked it when Nick Cannon gave him head. Um I'm gonna stay away from that subject because just because of the simple fact that we all know who Orlando Brown he kind of is off his rocker a little bit. And uh, I like to do what like both of them, and I'm not, I'm gonna stay off of that. But I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. What are you feelings about it? What do you feel? What happened? Do you feel like Orlando Brown's credible? Do you feel like Nick Cannon would never do that? I feel like Nick Cannon would never do that. But a lot of reports have came out that he has been touching people. You know, touched his fucking bodyguard down there. There's a lot of shit that's been going on in the news. We never know. A lot of people come out gay and be like, damn, we would never know this man was gay. So I don't know. Um, Nicki Minaj's brother has re- has received his time. He's going to get 25 years to life in prison for child rape. Um, a lot of people wanted to get my thoughts on that and get my wife's thoughts on that. And I want to give her, I'm going to ask her, how do you feel about Nicki Minaj's older brother uh, getting charged for rape, getting 25 years um, I know you don't know about the case, so I kind of I'll kind of let you know about it. He's her oldest brother. He was charged a couple of years ago with rape of a child, and um, they finally convicted him and gave him 25 years. Nicki Minaj has went on numerous shows saying that her brother's innocent. She has stuck by her brother as much as she could, but he got the time. How you feel about that? Oh. Well, like you said, um, I don't know. I don't know um, about um, the the situation, but I feel like um, nobody should um, have to go through rape. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, as y'all know, I've been raped. You know, and is 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 not easy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, I don't know um, the story. I don't know the situation. Um, so I can't really speak too much about it. But I'm gonna say this: um, No. I feel like no one should have to go through um, being raped, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um, let me ask you um, this. Because um, a lot of people were saying that, you know, I'm going to give you my perspective on it. I don't really know too much about him per se, but a lot of people has came out and said he did do it. He, he said he did it to somebody. He told his friend that he did it. Um, it just was in him to do it. He couldn't stop himself. Nicki Minaj has always said and stuck by her brother and said that he didn't do it. A lot of people made uh, her seem like a villain because she stopped supporting him because all this evidence was coming out he was growing in 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 um in the popularity. A lot of people was looking at her kind of disrespectfully, looking at her sideways because she wasn't saying the things that she was saying at first. Um, but in in this case, man, I was raped by my cousin. She raped me and my brother. And uh, yeah, anybody that does this, man, so a child needs to get the time that they need to get. But it's a sickness. A lot of people are 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 sick in the mind. It doesn't make it right, but we need to give these people help. And I think locking them up for a long time doesn't really do nothing for their psyche. Doesn't really do nothing for their mind because it doesn't change them. I mean, it can make them reflect on what they did, but it ain't gonna change who they are. They'll get out twenty six years from now and still try to rape a child. Giving them help while they in there, not just throwing them in a fucking cage and saying, fuck you. Giving them help would give them a better mentality so when they do come out, they'll be able to be better human beings. That's what I think people need to do. Um, Let's talk about uh, this bombshell video that captures Kareem Hunt. He's a quarterback in the in 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 NFE uh college league uh NCAA college league he's on his way to the pros he was reportedly pulled over for uh uh DWI he was drinking and smelled like a a lot of vodka he had an open container of vodka on the side of him um and it was halfway gone he was speeding and he wouldn't stop into the driver, into the the uh, officer pulled him in front of him, and he almost hit the officer. And he's a player who's trying to come to the NBA. I mean, trying to come to the NFL. And this happened. And a lot of people saying this is going to affect his draft stock. This is going to affect the way he comes into the NFL. I think if he's already starting like this, he should be banned from coming into the NFL for another year. So he can get his head together. Because if he already doing shit like this, what's to say when he gets this big time money, he's gonna wind up going out there drinking 
and killing somebody on the road. So I think they should be a boycott to make him not enter the NFL as soon as he wants. What do you think about that? Um, can you can you like repeat what you said? I'm sorry. All right. So a lady, I mean Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is basically a football player, and he's on his way to get drafted into the pros, into the into the NFL. He plays in college right now. He was stopped on the side of the road because he was drunk and he wouldn't stop. So I said they should ban him from going to the NFL for a year so he can get himself together. What do you think about that? Um, I feel like it should um, let him get the help that he needs, you know. Um, and then, you know, let him come back. But first, I think he needs to get the help that he needs, you know. Right. Um, um, all right, we're going to go to our another news. Um, doing a report of this story that Kobe Bryant had died, a reporter from MFC, in, I mean MSNBC, reported the news and reportedly saying this on air. This is what she said on air about Kobe. If you get guys didn't hear what she said, she said the Los Angeles niggers. Instead of saying the Los Angeles Lakers, she said the Los Angeles niggers. And a lot of people are upset about that, me included. Is nowhere in the NBA, nowhere in the NBA that's a team that's called the Los Angeles niggers. Being a reporter, this lady was supposed to do a report to a lot of people who was hurting. And a lot of people are calling for her to get fired. And I'm one of them. She should be fired for this because she went up there and said the Los Angeles niggers. as a team in the NBA. How do you feel when you hear something like that, Candy? First of all, I feel like that's racist and is very disrespectful, you know? And that don't even, that don't even sound like the word Lakers, you know what I'm saying? At all. So, yes, she definitely needs to be fired, you know? And it's very disrespectful. Um, right. And I think I think she I think she will be if a lot of people start boycotting it and get her fired because that that was just insane. Um, <clears throat> some other news. Um, the Oscars, the Oscars, and the 
I'm sorry, the Grammys, I'm sorry, the Grammys last night was a great, great, great show. Um, host Alicia Keys opened up the show with Boyz II Men singing a heartfelt song, giving a tribute to Kobe. It was a very sad moment, but it was a very good moment because a lot of people came together for one reason only, Kobe yeah. and love and music. And uh, it was a good moment to see and I think Alicia Keys did a great job the whole night. She kept her composure as much as she wanted to cry and stop. She didn't do it. She did it because Kobe, that's the type of person Kobe was. And um, if you didn't see it, go watch the highlights of the show. Watch it. It was a very good show. What did you think about the show? Did you think the show overall was good? Like what would you give it a nine out of rating it from a one to a ten? What would you give the show? Um, I I'll give it a ten. It was, I think it was real, you know, real nice the way they did it. Um, I love the way Alicia Keys, you know, um, ran it. You know what I'm saying? The way she sung, um. I just feel like it was a good, you know, they put on a good um, show for everybody, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. It was, it was beautiful. It was nice. And it was sad at the same time. Right. Okay. Um, um, in that same show, P. Diddy um, had got a award for um, Idol. And uh, he basically stood up on stage and gave his speech. And he basically said Black music was never recognized and respected by the Grammys. And he said it took him this long to get a Grammy. uh, And the Grammys really never respected Black music. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like these award shows need to start recognizing our music more? Or do you feel like uh, uh, they do the best they can? What do you, what do you think? Um, to be honest, I'm going to say both. Um, I feel like um, they're doing the best they can. And I also feel like they um, should recognize, you know, our music a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like they um they doing the best they could, you know. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Um, and I got some more news. The last bit of news, and then we're gonna get back to uh, Kobe. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner and uh, Tara Scott dropped ten. I mean, I'm sorry, a hundred k, a hundred thousand dollars on Baby Storm's second birthday. They spent a hundred thousand dollars on her birthday, 
and the people wanted to ask us, if we had a child and we had that much money to blow, would you spend $100,000 on a birthday party for one day? You can go first. Hell no. That's first of all is wasting money, you know. You don't you don't have to spend that much money to have a good um you know, to have a good time to 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 have a good birthday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, you don't have to spend that much money. Um, especially for a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um that's probably not going to remember, you know, depending on the age. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying, you know, that's that's a little bit too much money, especially to be spending on a child, you know, for their birthday. Fuck that. I'm going to say something. I am talking about them. I am the doc is. You know how many poor people out here? Carol, Scott. You know how many poor people out here, Carol, Scott. Do you know how many poor people out here who in your who buy your who buy your albums, my dude? I never had a problem with you. I like you. But you know how many poor people out here who buy your albums? who you could have shared that money with. I'm not saying that you got to give people your money. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is you spent $100,000 on a fucking birthday of a two-year-old baby who's not going to remember it at all where you have beaucoup of your fans who live check to check that you could have invested that money into people. You could have done things for people. You could have gave back on a birthday party. On a birthday party. Now, I know you being a celebrity, you probably invited every celebrity with their kids. So it can get a little bit expensive. I get it. You probably had your, your nephew over there. I mean, your brother-in-law, Kanye West. His kids was probably over there. Kanye West's kids was over there. Cause that is your brother-in-law. Cause that's your you you they you you married to his sister. I mean his 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 wife's sister, Kim Kardashian's sister. So yeah, you probably did have that much money, cause you had all those celebrity kids over there. But what I want you to think about, Terrell Scott, is the people that you could have gave that money to, and would have been a better situation than paying $100,000 for a birthday party. I don't give a fuck if I had all the money in the world. My kid is not getting a birthday party. That, 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 I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I didn't have a birthday party. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck if I had all the money in the world. She's going to have a nice birthday party, something that she can remember. And I'm not going over the screen and get three different ponies Three different people who look like uh, Bernie and all kind of dumb shit just to make her smile. Being, doing, being parents who you are makes you a better parent. Just doing what you're doing. 
in this world, a lot of rich people like to buy their kids with stuff, give their kids gifts, and give their kids certain things. Those kids don't even remember that shit growing up. Trust me, they don't. And I don't think I would have did that. Um, that's it for the news side. And I want to get to a lot of people' thoughts right quick. I had one call, but they fucking missed it. They, they hung up. Um, I had one call, but she did leave me a text. She wanted to text me. She wanted to say because she had to go back on her lunch break. She said, yes, my son was a Kobe Bryant fan. Her name is Christy. My son was a Kobe Bryant fan for years. He stopped loving basketball the moment he found out Kobe Bryant died. We got the news yesterday when he came home from basketball practice. He took his jersey and went in the room and just cried and said, why? Why did Kobe had to leave? All he did was look up to Kobe his whole life. And he said the one thing he wanted to do was get a chance to be in the NBA and invite Kobe to come to practice with him. My son practiced with Kobe in Los Angeles when we moved back home in 08. That was the first time he ever met Kobe, but it would not be the last. He had met Kobe several times that year during practices. He had his championship game in the Staples Center for high school where he met the whole team, including Kobe Bryant. And this is a very hard pill to swallow because Kobe was just like a brother to my son. Just wanted a lot of people to know what Kobe meant to a lot of people. And that, that's deep because it's not the only one that's saying that. They got a lot of people who saying that they would never – love the game of basketball anymore the way, you know, Kobe. You know, Kobe's not even on some of these games. Like the new 2K, he's not even on a game anymore. But they had people trying to pay VC parts to get Kobe on the game yesterday just to play with Kobe. How, how insane is that? That's crazy. The game that I got in my room, Kobe not even on it. But I can pay to get Kobe back on it. You know, I can play with the unlimited team, hit the old Lakers, and have Kobe on it. That's what people were doing. And it's crazy because that's the kind of person Kobe was. Um, His daughter, man, his daughter died. And we kind of fell short on talking about his daughter because Kobe is Kobe. But his daughter was a beautiful, beautiful, smart little girl. She loved her dad. She loved the game of basketball. She loved life. You can see her and her dad at the games laughing, joking, having fun. That's what a real father is. And that's what America is really lacking. Real fathers. A lot of these girls would love to have a dad in their life. Look how happy his kids are. They were happy because they had a dad who gave the fuck about them to stick around and love them and make a house with their family. 
not be in a relationship with their mom, not come over every couple of weeks and see them. He was there. Even after the games, he would always say, I got to get home to my babies. He wouldn't stay after the meeting. He'll, coach, let me, let me talk about that tomorrow, coach. Oh, you want me? Okay, I got you, coach. He had to go home to his children. That's a father. And when he retired in 2016, he said I was the happiest moment of his life because he could dedicate more time to his baby's girls. And he gone. I feel so bad for Vanessa. What do you feel about that, baby? Um, yeah, when I when I looked at his pictures um, and the videos with him and his daughter, what? He, he looked like he was a real good father. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you could tell she really loved her dad. Um, she was always with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just sad, you know. That's why, that's why we need to love one another while we still alive. We need to forgive one another while we still alive because you never know when our time is gonna come. You know, tomorrow is not promised to anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know. We have to get our get our stuff together and put put the foolishness aside, you know. Mm-hmm. Because if this if this didn't wake y'all up, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted that's why I wanted this show. And that's why I named this show what I named it. What can Kobe Bryant that teach us? And what can it what can it join us together and make us come together? And I'm gonna tell you right now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I know I know it taught me a lot. It taught me to love myself, you know, a little bit more than what I'm doing. It taught me to um, to love the people that's around me, you know what I'm saying, and just appreciate life, you know what I'm saying. Appreciate life mm-hmm. because we only get one life to live, so you know, make the best out of it, you know. Right. Um, what this has taught me is to be a better person, a better husband, a better father, a better human being, a better brother, a better individual, and don't give up on myself so easily. Um, see, as people, we give up on ourselves, we give up on our dreams because we feel like it's not happening fast enough. Me with this radio show, me with this YouTube. I felt like it wasn't happening fast enough. But do you see what's happening? Things are coming around. People are coming to look at it more. 
People are looking at it more. People are sharing it more. People are talking about it more. I got more people in my comment section chatting with each other. I got people saying hello to each other instead of just commenting and leaving a comment. That is a community, and that's what makes a community good, and that's what makes us better as people. When we can go through something and come out of it victorious. Kobe Bryant passed. His daughter passed, but he has a wife and a family who need us as, as fans and as friends and loved ones. Let's beat up for them. Give them encouragement. Her Instagram, her Twitter, is still up there. Give her some encouragement words. Let her know that her husband debt and daughter debt did not be in vain. They were a great human being. She was just starting to be a great basketball player. She had a lot of dreams to, 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 to do. And it was fall short. Everybody that's on that plane, every last one of those individuals deserve our prayer and, uh, and everything we can give them because a lot of those families gone. And I heard on a report, it was all together was nine people that was on the plane. One people, two, a family, a, a, a husband and a wife died on that plane. And their children were at home with the older sibling. Think about that. The older sibling is 17. He now knows my parents are dead and I have to be the man in this house. That's hard. You lost your sister and your daddy and your mama on the plane. And then you've got three other kids at home that's looking up to you the same. They want to see why daddy and mommy and, and, your, and your sister haven't walked in the door yet. That's hard. That's really fucked up. And we're not really talking about that. They families. Want y'all to, tomorrow, I'm going to do a show. I don't know if my wife's going to do it with me. She might. But tomorrow, I want to do a show talking about the other families. Giving you an idea who they were. Letting you know inside of them who they were as people. That's on tomorrow's show. Um, before I get out here, I want to just give you guys and give my wife insight on something that happened. You guys know last week I was on Miss Liney Love's head. Miss Liney Love had something to say. And she was basically talking about the cheating thing, the cheating situation um, that uh, Miss Tisha Campbell was on there and she was telling, she was asking Miss Tisha Campbell why she won't date outside her race. Cause she, everybody that's on that panel, the real basically date outside their race. And, um, you know, Tia thinks a white man and everybody else, you know, you know, everybody, you know, everybody husbands and what they think they think. Um, so she was basically saying the reason why, because she felt like she was going to portray black men. That's what Tisha Campbell said. AKA Gina, for the people who don't know who Tisha Campbell is, AKA Gina, she was saying that she didn't want to date white men or any other men because she thought she was going to be dissing black men or being dishonest to black men. And Miss Liney Love had to say something and say that she don't owe nobody nothing. If she wants to date somebody outside her race, she can. And blah, blah, blah. 
and she made it seem like, and she said out her mouth, Miss Lonnie Love said that all the reason why black women are at least successful to be married because she said all black men are cheaters. This is what she says. All black men are cheaters. And that put out a whole storm. So we're not going to go into that because I already covered that. But this is what happened two days ago. They were talking about Miss Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter. And they said a lot of people are in her business. Miss Lonnie Love had something to say again. She engaged the future now after being engaged to P. Diddy a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of people are upset because Miss Lori Harvey is bringing her dad's name through the mud. She's been in, I want to say, eight different relationships in the last month. And Miss Lonnie Love said she's young. The other Chinese girl on there, I can't think of her name, says she's young. Let her do what she needs to do. She'll catch on. But I have something to say about that. And hopefully you guys might feel the way I feel. Now, she is young. She has the right to whoever she be, be with, whoever she wants to be with. She is an adult. But when you have your dad's last name and that shit follows your dad, it's a problem. You going with people after your parents told you, they specifically told you they don't want you dating any rappers, any athletes like that that, that fuck over people. And you said you understood them. And you still date somebody that your dad asked you not to date. And people are looking at Steve Harvey like, what are you going to do about that? This is Steve Harvey. You teach women how to be better women, but your daughter is not being a better woman. So Steve Harvey got the answer for that, people. Steve Harvey got an answer for that and be like, oh, I don't know why my daughter is not listening. Now, we all know as a parent, we can teach can our I, kids. Can I, can I say something? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I feel like once she get older and become an adult, um, she 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 have to answer to her own um consequences. It's not I meant to say she have to answer to her own um things that she do as a woman. You know what I'm saying? It's not her father's fault um for the things that she doing as a adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He raised her the best that he can. You know what I'm saying? Once you become an adult, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so to be honest, people can't turn the finger at her dad because she's a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? And he can't, you know, he probably feel like he can't make her do anything that she don't want to do because she's grown. You know what I'm saying? She's not a child. She knows what she's doing. So I feel like people shouldn't be firm things that shouldn't be looking at the dad, you know. If anything, they should be looking at her. Mm-hmm. Because she a grown she a grown woman. 
she's not a child. She knows what she's doing. So why go after the dad? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's old enough to make her own decision. You know, he can't stop her from dating um, whoever she 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 chooses to date. You know what I'm saying? So he probably saying to himself, why people coming at me? You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? My daughter's grown. She old enough to make her own decisions. You know? Mm-hmm. He did what he had to do. He raised her the best way that he knew how. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it just so gets deeper than that because it, it gets deeper than that because the young lady that's Laurie Hunter, Laurie uh, Harvey, she is reportedly being is pregnant for future. And uh, a lot of people were second guessing her being pregnant for future. And evidently, she's not terminating the pregnancy. She wants to have the baby. And a lot of people are saying that she's stupid. And I'm saying she's stupid, too. You see, Future does not take care of the child that he has with Sierra. He has a baby with Sierra that he does not take care of. He has a baby with three other women that he does not take care of. Steve Harvey is saying like this, I'm washing my hands with her. Because guess what? Now after we told you as parents, don't do this and you still do it, you think that baby is about to come live on me? You think that baby is about to come live on your mama? Hell no. No. Because Steve Harvey has, it would take me all day They'll tell you how many jobs this man has. Radio show, TV personality, other show that he hosts. This man's schedule is so busy. He's tired. He wants to retire. He can't Mm -hmm. because he got children like her who sprawl as fuck and think just because my mommy and daddy gonna always love me I can go out here and make stupid-ass decisions. You're only 20 years old, pregnant for a nigga who know, you know, don't take care of kids. So guess what's going to happen? He's going to do the same shit he did to you, to Sierra. What makes you different in Sierra? At least Sierra had her own money. At least Sierra had a name of her own. You just Lori Harvey, the daughter of Steve Harvey. You don't got no money. If your last name was not Harvey, nobody would never know who the fuck you was. That's why I'm coming at. That she needs to stop this shit. And, and if I had a daughter and I and she was doing this shit, I would cut her off too. I don't give a fuck. I'm cutting her off because. This is insane, man. And this is why our black kids, our black babies are being fucked over. Because they keep wanting to go to the bad boy. They keep wanting to be with this bad boy mentality. Oh, I like the bad boy. I like the bad boy. What about being with a smart, 
dude, what about being with the smart guy who, who wants to be something in life? We get looked at as weak. Smart dudes get looked at as corny. Smart dudes get looked at as they don't, they don't, they whatever, they not good enough. And I think that's the problem with America. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening to the show, man. This is Listen Doctor Radio. This is We That Podcast. And this was a very emotional, good show. And before we go, I'm going to let you guys listen to one last song and to remember Kobe Bryant and the, the victims. This is the song to ride out with. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Gabby Bryant. Rest in peace to everybody that was on that plane. We are. We that. You got anything to say before we, we get off there? Um, I just I just want to ask everybody um, how y'all feeling? Because I know, I know we haven't asked y'all how y'all feeling. So how y'all feeling? Um, and Rest in peace to everybody. I'll see y'all later. All right, there.